Welcome to the Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. My name is Magali, I'm your coach, and I'm going to give you all the tips and tricks on how to lose weight, what diets really work, and what it actually takes to get results. Because you, my friend, are not here to waste any more time. I'm going to give you the facts, I'm going to debunk the BS, and I'm going to motivate you and kick your ass into action. Ready to live your healthiest and happiest life? Let's do this. What is up, my beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Dropping the Last Five Pounds podcast. This is your host, Coach Magali, and as always, super grateful that you're here today tuning into the show. So today's topic is on cheat meals and my thoughts on it and a little bit of a sneak peek. I fucking hate that term. Let's just get right into it, right? So if I seem a little bit like worked up and shit, I think I broke or sprained my toe this morning during a client session and I'm basically trying to keep my cool because this means that I can't train legs for a while. Uh, I probably can't drive (laughs) because it's on my right foot. Um, Yeah, not the greatest feeling. So if I'm a little bit worked up and, you know, you kind of get like I'm a little bit uh, in this episode, that's probably why. But I'm channeling my frustration to talk about something important and that I think a lot of people need to hear. So anyway, back to the episode, what actually matters, cheat meals, and why I think that is the dumbest term, the dumbest idea, the dumbest thing, not the dumbest, there's many more dumb things, but just one of the dumbest things that I've seen the fitness industry come up with. And let me explain why I have never, well, I used to think I had cheat meals. Now I never have cheat meals. They don't exist for me. And why I think you should probably benefit, you would probably benefit from adopting a similar mindset. So let me first tell you what a cheat meal is and why I disagree strongly. Hate them. So cheat meals or cheat days or cheat weeks, whatever, is this notion where you have a completely untracked day. You eat whatever the fuck you want. You go balls to the wall crazy because it doesn't count. You're just going to do whatever you want for the time allotted, let's say a day or a week, whatever, and you're going to eat whatever you want. And or... If someone is like completely perfect and they have one slip up, they have a brownie at dinner and they weren't supposed to, they cheated on their diet, they did something wrong, they they cheated the way out of their, their health, whatever. Those are the two basic, like, in a good way, like, oh, I'm going to have a cheat meal or, oh, fuck, I cheated on my diet. Both of which are negative because if you feel like you're cheating on your diet, what what, what feelings do you get from that? Guilt, shame disappointment in yourself disgusting yourself guilting yourself um and if you have a cheat meal and go crazy and don't track anything because in the name of having a cheat meal you end up overindulging way too much and you end up way over and it puts you back because it's not that hard to eat enough to get you out of maintenance and put you in a surplus meaning you're going to gain weight so let's say your maintenance calories are 2000 if you have a cheat meal and you end up eating 3000 calories in one sitting it will offset pretty much any progress you made during the week because that is enough calories to counterbalance that so cheat meals basically implying that there's something you're doing wrong and that there's something you have to cheat on because that's the only way to have fun or if you did cheat you're a bad person because you had no self-control Either way, both are fucked, both are useless, they do nothing, and I think it causes a lot more harm than people realize. So, 
the first problem I have with cheat meals or cheat days or the cheat mentality is that it's assigning morality to food. It's assigning a good and bad, an angel and a devil to food. And food is not meant to be looked at that way. Food is food. There are different sources of it. Different foods have different amounts of nutrients, have different amounts of calories, have different amounts of flavor, have different amounts of X, Y, Z. But it's food at the end of the day. It's fucking food. It's not a person. It's not this giant all and like end all being and powerful thing of the universe. It's fucking food. So if you're assigning morality, like a good and bad, that implies that you are either good or bad depending on your food choices. And think about how fucked up that is. Like you, your worth as a person depends on what you eat, which don't get me started is the dumbest concept, but that's basically what it does. Because if you do really well and you don't cheat, you're great. You're doing good. You're a good person. If you cheat and you make a mistake, well, now you're bad and you're terrible and you suck and you should feel bad and you should feel guilty. Don't do that. Go run on the terminal for five hours today. Neither of which are productive. So my first problem, like I said, with cheat meals is that it assigns a good and bad thing with food and that causes a very disordered feeling about food and a very unhealthy relationship to food where you basically let food influence how you feel about yourself as a person and food should not have that kind of power over you first. Second, cheat meals imply that there are good and bad foods because if you're obviously eating a good diet and you don't cheat, you're eating good foods and if you cheat, it's because you ate something that's uh by default bad and that isn't the case people food and its quality and how it applies to your goals in life is very context dependent it is not a black and white situation a cookie and a piece of chicken are not the same food but one isn't necessarily good and one isn't necessarily bad the better way to look at food is this piece of chicken has this amount of protein, this amount of carbs, this amount of fat, this chicken would best be served for someone who's trying to increase their protein intake, someone who's trying to lose fat but stay more full, someone who wants to incorporate more lean protein into their diet. Obviously, the chicken would be a better choice. And the cookie, someone has been on track all week and wants to have a treat. They want to indulge in something that tastes good because they deserve to. Or someone is trying to gain weight and they have no appetite and the thought of cramming in more chicken and vegetables is going to make that person throw up not only literally but physically because it's so much food and so little calories which is wonderful for people trying to lose weight again why they would typically go for the chicken but someone trying to gain weight in the opposite direction could benefit from eating a cookie sometimes because it gives them the calories without the added volume of the food so as you see The chicken and the cookie aren't necessarily good and bad. It's which one is better for you, which one is in the terms of your goals, which one is going to support you in the best way possible, and sometimes it's both. Now, because I know people will misconstrue my words and think that I'm saying eat junk food all the time, I'm not saying that. Nobody in their right state of mind would say that. What I'm saying is that looking at two pieces of foods individually, a chicken and a cookie, as good and bad, is ignoring all of the different factors that come into a person's health and a person's diet. And it's so complex, it's so individual, it depends on so many different things, and to just say, that is good for you, that is bad for you, and vice versa, is short-sighted and small-minded and completely incorrect. So, 
it, again, good and bad foods are not absolutes. It's always dependent on the person, the goals, what their preferences are. If they have allergies, shrimp is amazing for you. Unless you have an allergy, then it's deadly. Then it's not healthy for you, right? These are all things that depend on what is considered a good and bad food. So just saying I cheated automatically implies that what you ate was bad. But that's not always the case because it's so much more complicated than that. And then finally... The third problem that I have with this, and there's more, but I'm just going to limit to three because I can literally go on for centuries about this, is that you have food that you can't have unless you cheat. It's bad for you. And this is one of the biggest problems with this, is that it makes someone feel that they can't incorporate their favorite fun foods into their diet without it ruining everything. And what happens when this person has that food, whether it's because they restricted so much, now they want it so bad, or they ran across someone who offered it to them and they really wanted it. Let's say they have that, let's say, for example, the cookie in our previous example, if they had the cookie and they think that that was cheating, they're going to feel guilty, they're going to feel shameful, but also they're going to want to binge more, they're going to want to go crazy more and therefore put them back in progress. Where... To kind of solve that from the beginning and to avoid any issues, if she would just be like, hey, I want a cookie right now. It fits into my calories for the day. Um, I've hit my protein goal. I've been drinking my water. I've been working out. I, I want a fucking cookie. And like literally leave it at that. You didn't cheat. You didn't do anything wrong. You just had a cookie. A good tasting ass cookie. Now, if you've ate three burgers today and you've had fries and three shakes and you haven't moved from the couch, maybe the cookie isn't the best option for you. Maybe you should go with the chicken or maybe not eat at all for the rest of the day. But you see how this cheating mentality makes someone feel as though these foods are off limits unless they do something, they cheat. And not only does that lead to crazy binges later, but also it makes it miserable. Like you can have a cookie or something that you think is quote unquote bad in your overall diet on a regular basis in moderation as part of an overall healthy diet and lifestyle and you will be more than okay. You will be perfectly fine. You will still make progress. You will still get results. And guess what? You won't feel guilt and shame when you have it because now it is normalized. It is not this special, oh, that cheap meal or oh, that treat that I can't have ever. It's not special. You stop giving a fuck. Like, guys, literally, the moment that I started working on this part of my food relationship where I wanted to see food as neutral, like I wanted to see food as what it is, its nutrient contents, the calories, how it makes me feel, what that food means to me. And I started seeing food as these like this toolbox full of foods and okay what tool what food is best for me right now sometimes it's the salad the chicken and the vegetables and a shit ton of water sometimes it's an in and out burger in and out the animal style fries a diet coke and no water <laughs> i mean i still drink my water the other day but sometimes it's one or the other and sometimes it's both throughout the day and none of that makes me feel guilty none of that is me cheating none of that is me making a bad decision i'm making a choice to have something that i want and guess what? When I eat that food, I don't go home feeling guilty, feeling like I should indulge in Oreos because I already fucked it up. Like I should might as well pop all my tires if I just popped one. Like I might, I'll just start tomorrow. Since I'm going to start tomorrow, let me just go crazy here. 
I don't feel that anymore. I don't have those urges anymore. And let me tell you, I did before. And that was when I view food as something I either cheat on or I'm good with. Food to me is a source of energy. And that's literally what food's purpose is, to give you energy. And a cookie and a piece of chicken both give you energy. So they both serve their purpose. Now, a cookie has nutritional deficiencies and it has a lot of calories and it's very not filling and a piece of chicken has more protein more nutrients it fills you up more but they're different they're not good or bad they're different they serve different purposes they will be in your diet at certain times in different ways and for different reasons and solely trying to see food as something bad or good and this cheating mentality just makes it unhealthy it makes you want to binge it makes you want want it even more and when you do have it you go crazy and then you overly restrict and then you do it again and not only is that like literally physically miserable and makes you hate your life but also you guys just a quick little information here the the yo-yo dieting cycle that usually results from people restricting severely like let's say you go on a super restrictive diet you cut out all these different things and then you have that thing you go insane and binge and then you do it again and repeat and repeat the more times you do this you are literally changing the composition of your body you are changing the way your body stores fat and every time you do this you make it harder to lose fat easier to gain and that's why when you've done millions and millions of diets it seems like it's getting harder every time it's because it literally is your body is fighting you because it thinks that you're going insane with food like there's a famine and and you gotta store it store because you're trying to it's insane how the biology of the body works but basically long story short not to bore you with too much science the more you diet and yo-yo diet and you know restrict restrict binge restrict binge like that the more you're changing your composition of your body and the harder it is to lose the weight over time. So a better way to look at this, look at food as neutral, neither good, neither bad, neither a cheat, neither a pass, just food. Some of the food will have more nutrients. Some of the food will be better choices when you're trying to lose weight. Some of the foods you have, you know, every once in a while and you moderate the amount because it's very easy to overconsume and too much of anything is not good for you. So you want to make sure you control the moderation. Have most of your diet come from wholly, whole minimally processed foods, your vegetables, your protein, all that stuff. But have the treats without guilt have the cookie have the chips the brownie the ice cream and again not going crazy not indulging not eating 10 a day i'm not saying that what i'm saying is don't have this mentality of food that it's a pass or fail that it's a good or bad that it's a cheat or you did well because that's not healthy for you it's not good for you it doesn't do anything it doesn't make you make better choices in fact it typically like i said leads to that restrict binge restrict binge pattern which is terrible for you mentally and physically so can we please get rid of this cheat mentality a cookie is not bad for you by itself it's not the end of the world if you have one you didn't cheat you didn't do anything wrong you just enjoyed yourself you had a fucking cookie you're gonna be fine And I promise you, it's so much more liberating to feel and live this way, to look at food this way, to not have food have any power over you. Like, I can have 
anything I want, which is why I don't have it, because I know it's always there, because I know that if I truly want it, I can have it, because I'm going to count it into my calories, I'm going to make sure I work out and drink my water and meet my protein goal, and if I have a couple left over, I'm going to have that ice cream if I so want it, but because I have that freedom to choose that, I don't really crave that kind of stuff. Yeah, every once in a while, I'll get a craving, and if it fits in my calories, I'll eat it, and if it doesn't, I don't. But it's not like an overpowering, I need to eat this soap because I need it. And it's like, I'm addicted and blah, blah, blah. none of that. Those feelings have not been a part of my life for a very long time. And it's because I chose to see food differently. And I chose to see food as either more nutritious or less nutritious. Better for me, not so better for me, but not good and bad, not black and white, not cheat or pass. None of that. No all or nothing. It's a gray area. It all depends on your on the context, the person, the goals, why you're eating that, how you're feeling. You know, it's all so complicated and it's all so individual. So, yeah, that's that's where I stand on cheat meals. I just think the concept makes food very powerful over you. It's a good and bad mentality. It you, there's no room for error when you think of things like this. And we are not creatures that do not ever make errors like we make mistakes all the time so making food another thing that we have to perfect and not cheat on it's just an added stress for no fucking reason and again you can eat the cookie and as long as you're it's a part of an over healthy lifestyle and you're including the cookie in your diet you can lose weight build muscle look great feel great be healthy improve all your blood markers literally anything and everything that you're trying to aim for i promise you it is possible even eating your favorite foods again in moderation and approaching food in a healthy way by not letting it have power over you not letting it control you not letting it define who you are as a person based on your choices because that's just not healthy and that's not productive and that's not good for you in any way i tell you this in personal experience working with clients who have had the similar mindset of bad and good pass fail um it always causes anxiety it's always like oh i cheated it makes you feel gross and it's like i had a cookie and i'm fine dude i don't give a fuck i had a cookie i'm fine i work out all the time i eat healthy most of the time i drink water i'm good you know that cookie's not gonna do shit to me just like i won't to you and you don't have to cheat on anything this isn't a test this is your lifestyle your diet your way of eating there's nothing to cheat on there's nothing to pass eat what makes you feel good choose the foods that make you feel the most energized the diet that suits your needs the best and leave room for the things that you enjoy leave room for them because a life without the foods that you genuinely enjoy you know those date nights you you keep skipping out on because you can't eat that or the store that you stopped going to because you can't eat that the things that you can eat with your kids like it's just a whole fucking thing when it doesn't have to be and it's no way to live so take it from me personal experience i'm working with clients life is so much better when food doesn't have power over you and you don't allow it to be a cheating thing and you don't allow it to control your life and you're able to have the foods that you genuinely enjoy in a moderation based approach and that's always the best literally the best so i hate cheat meals i hate the concept i think it's dumb 
Um, I think it creates more harm than good. It's not productive in any way, in my opinion, and a better approach is to simply see food as as neutral and make the choices that feel right for you. And if you happen to want a cookie and ice cream and it fits into your calories and your diet and you've been on point, there's no cheating. You just literally a human being deserving to indulge in something good. And there's nothing to feel guilty about. There's nothing to feel shameful about. And enjoy the fuck out of it. (laughs) So that's my stance on cheat meals and the cheat mentality. Let me know what you guys think. Send me a DM on Instagram if you listen to this episode and have some thoughts. I'd love to hear it or email me in my email in the show notes. Um, But yeah, I hope you guys found value in this episode. I know it got a little bit heated, but this is just one of those things that triggers the fuck out of me because... I've been victim to this and I've seen so many of my clients fall victim to this and people I love and it's just it's not good for anybody to think of food as a pass or fail situation. But yeah, I hope you guys found value out of this. Thank you so much for listening and for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I will talk to you in the next episode. Have a wonderful rest of your day, guys. Thank you.